Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Solve My World podcast. This is your host Joseph Ward. Today is episode 52 and it is entitled Defining Your Vision or something different. That's my working title. I I always make a working title and then when I actually go to publish sometimes I change it around so so if you caught me then you caught me. I switched it around. But anyway, so today we're going to be talking about defining your vision. And this is something that's kind of been nagging at me for the last, uh, I don't know, couple weeks. I've had a couple people I've talked to and and it's just made me very, uh, I don't know, sad, I guess is the best way I can think to describe it. Um, but I don't know, I guess we'll get into it more in a second. I guess I should point out that today being our Monday show, we're going to be talking about something that we can personally do to make our lives better. And I think these Monday shows are really the most important ones. Um, the, the Wednesday shows where we talk about the way the, the things that happen in the world, problems that we have in the world, at the end of the day, we're probably not going to be able to do anything about those. Some of them, just because we know that that's the way that the world works we can use that to our advantage but we're probably going to be able to change them and then our Friday shows those can be helpful but in a little bit more of a I don't know like little uh, like little it can be a little bit more helpful but they're probably not going to be like life changing things whereas the Monday shows I feel like these are things that that for me have been life changing and hopefully for other people they're things that can change the way you think and at the end of the day the way you think is going to lead to the habits that you form and the habits that you form is going to lead you to the life that you have. And, and that is, and that's what it's all about, right? Making the life that we want to, we want to have. So, and that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today is, is how do we start that journey? So, the thing that's got me thinking about this is I've talked to a couple uh, young people today that will remain anonymous, but as I, they, they both had the same goal where they wanted to spend a lot of money on a new vehicle. And, and they, they were saving up money, which was good. Um, but then they were going to get a big loan to, to, uh, to be able to afford to buy this nice big truck. And, and they wanted to do it when asked about it. Both of them basically said, well, my buddy's got it and it'll be cool. And we were, and I really like it and things like that. And, and that's all great. But the thing that I immediately thought of is just, that is a lot of money for just something that you think is going to be kind of cool. You know, I mean, you're talking, you know, like twenty, thirty thousand $30,000 of debt, or, you know, even if it's $10,000, it's, uh, at that age, that can that can make a huge difference in your life, and and so I was just like, oh man, I feel like it's probably not a good decision, but I don't think that it's always a bad decision. So I was like, okay, so so how can we think about this to decide if it's actually a good decision or not? And I think the thing that bugs me about it is when I see people, and th- and these are the only examples, there's lots and lots of examples I've seen, it's just these have been the kind of the most recent ones, but I see people that are just making these drastic life choices without really thinking them through. 
it's just kind of like, well, this is the next step. So I'm just going to do it because someone mentioned it to me and they, they're not even like putting much thought into it. And especially when it's something that's going to take a lot of time or a lot of money, it's just, I know I feel like you should spend more time thinking about it before spending that much time or money on something. And that's probably a good rule of thumb. The more time or money something's going to cost, the more time you should spend researching it in the first place. So I think part of the problem is most people aren't really taught how to think through these big life choices. And, and it's, I think a lot of it is because the way that our lives are set up for most people, especially, you know, I can speak to people in the United States or at least, uh, in my general area, but, but we've got a lot of systems in the world set up around us to help us to make our lives good lives. And, and I, and I would think that most of them are set up in a well-meaning way. Uh, you think of like maybe 50 years ago, kind of the path that people would take is, uh, well, let's, let's jump back. Like maybe, maybe a little bit more than 50 years ago, you'd have basically you would, uh, go through high school and then go into a trade of some kind. And, and then if you could get a job at like the, the mill or the local factory or, or the local mine or whatever it was, that was like your ticket to a good life. You get in, get a job there and then work there and prove your worth. And then you can get a raise and then you can get a promotion. And then pretty soon you get a pension and, and you work there until you retire and then you get a good retirement and, and that's how you, uh, that's how you have a good life for yourself. And, and that was a pretty good path for a lot of people to follow. But then, you know, that started kind of changing a little bit. Those jobs became less worth it. And so then the path was kind of, you know, come out of high school, go to college. Plus I should mention that, as I mentioned before, how, how college is starting being majorly subsidized and it started becoming like a push to get people to go to college where it wasn't as, as much of a thing, like everyone should go to college back in the day, but, but then it started becoming this big push. So then everyone was going to college and then getting these white collar jobs and, and then same type of thing, try and get a good job at a nice big company and then work there until you're retired. And then, you know, that was, that was a pretty good life. But uh, I think the world's always changing. And it seems like the last few years, um, statistically, they say people only stay at a job for about three years. So obviously we're not staying at a job until you retire. And then, and then that's that. So, so the new normal might be, uh, you know, to get a job somewhere for two or three years, move on to a different job. And hopefully you're trying to kind of move up as you do that. And I don't, I'm not going to try and say what I think the best route is, at least not in this show. I'm sure I will in the future. But, but the point is there was this path set up. It's like, okay, this is how people have lived a good life in the past. So let's just make it easier for people to do that. And so it's like when you go to elementary school, as soon as you're done in elementary school, they're helping you transition to middle school and then to junior high and then to high school. And then from high school there, they've got all sorts of things set up to help you to get into college. And so it's just this path where they kind of just help you along. And I think it's overall a really good thing that that's there because it helps people that might get kind of lost. It helps them to get into the place 
where they're probably going to have the most happiness. And the majority of people, I think, it usually ends up working out well. Uh, the problem comes when you've got someone and and someone like me, for example, when I kind of just went along with the flow and just did what I was supposed to step by step by step. And then all of a sudden I realized I was like, I was, I was in college and I'd been there for like a year or so. And I was like, I'm spending a lot of money on college and I don't have any idea what I'm going to do with my life or if I'm going to even need college. Plus I hate all my classes. And, uh, and so it was just, I was, it was like, what's the point? Why am I here? And I had never even really, I hadn't really questioned it a whole lot before that. Cause that's just what I was supposed to do. But then, you know, I, 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 uh, I was like, you know, that I don't know if I can do this. So I kind of stopped. And then I was like, okay, I probably better. So I went back again. And same thing. It was just like, okay, I need to actually figure out what I want to do with my life before I can do this. And I don't know if if that was necessarily a great decision on my part. I pro if I would have stuck it out, then I maybe could have ended up finding out what I really wanted to do. And and even with all the debt I was racking up, it probably would have ended up being a good thing. You know, I, d I don't know. Uh, it's in the past, but in the meantime, I, I, uh, I realized that I had just been floating down, basically floating down this river that someone else had, or maybe let's say a canal floating down a canal. Someone else had dug and I had never stopped to look at where the canal was actually leading. And if I actually wanted to go there and that's the key right there. And I've talked about it before, how you need to look at where, where is this path that someone else has built, where is it taking you? And is that where I actually want to go? So some of these things are kind of set up as a society and some of them are a little bit more like cultural type things or even just family things that are passed on. And unfortunately, I think a lot of them are just friends talk about things. And, and that's one weakness I think of the school system now is it segregates kids by age. And so your peers are who you spend the most time with which I think is overall a bad thing because you are learning from people that are at the same level as you instead of learning from people that are more experienced like your parents and grandparents. But that's a whole nother subject. I, I better try to stay focused on the subject at hand. But but some of those things are, are like buying things you don't need or you don't even really want. So this is the case with like the vehicles. It's like, well, my friend has this nice, big, cool truck and he thinks it's really cool. And it's like, well, yeah, but just because, just because he, it looks like he really likes it and things doesn't mean that you are going to like it and that it's going to be worth it for all the cost that you're putting into it. And so really you need to kind of weigh the importance of each thing because there's not enough time or money for you to do everything you want. So you need to be actively prioritizing and thinking things are what things are most important to me. Some of the big potential mistakes I see people making all the time is it, usually uh, one of the big ones is going into debt. And the big ones for that is like car. People go into debt to buy a big fancy car and... And if you're interested, um, I've found a pretty good podcast called The Cash Car Convert, and he talks about how how uh, how to really easily get yourself a cash car and how much money it can save you and stuff like that. But if you haven't bought into the idea of buying ca cars with cash, then that's something you should seriously consider because I think it's generally a bad idea to go into debt for a depreciating asset. 
because it's not very productive for you. I do think there are exceptions and I am a little bit of a hypocrite because I actually went, I went and got a loan uh, for the truck that we bought and, and I don't know if it was necessarily the best decision, but we got a good deal on it because it was one of my coworkers who was selling it and, and it was in, in really good condition and we had, we wanted to save up and get one eventually. And so we were like, well, we can't really it right now. But it's a really good deal, so we went ahead and did it, and and uh, and like I said, that may end up being a poor decision. But the point is, we actually sat there and thought about it. Like we we didn't just go out and buy it immediately. So whether it was a end, ends up being a good decision or a bad decision, at least it wasn't a spur of the moment uh, rash decision. And and so and and we also. Like I said, we at least got a good deal on it and we tried to keep our, I tried to keep the interest rate low on that every once in a while. I'll see if I can get it refinanced. And so my interest rate's pretty low on it. So I tried to do everything I could to mitigate it. So I still got what I wanted, but with as little cost as possible. So anyway, so that's with cars. That's a big one. Uh, even with houses, a lot of people will say, well, houses are a good investment. And it's like, well, buying a house for personal use isn't really that great of an investment because yes, houses tend to appreciate over time, but they also have costs to maintain them. And so uh, overall, you're putting a lot of money into your house and you might get more out of it in the long run, but, uh, but it's, it's sucking money from your budget day to day. So, so you want to, when you buy a house, you don't want to just try and buy the biggest thing that the, that your bank is going to allow you. They're going to say, okay, you can spend up to $500,000 and then you go and, you know, buy a $500,000 house, even though you don't even need that big of a house. Uh, Cause by the end of the loan period, if it's a 30 year loan, you usually end up paying about double. If I remember that number correctly. And, and so that's, that's a lot of money that you end up spending over time. So again, with all of these, you want to think of what are your actual goals in life? And we'll talk about that more in a second, but, but how, how does your house fit into that? And how can your house actually help you to achieve your goals or at least not take away from your goals as much as possible? Um, one I talked about already is college. Uh, that's one where you see people going into huge amounts of debt and then end, ending up getting a degree that is not really worth the money that they that they uh, spent to get it uh, or not even graduating at all. So that's something that that I see a lot of kids just going straight to college because that's what they've been told to do and take out as much loan as possible. And I won't go over it too much because I've discussed it before, but you got to think about it and try and look at what do you actually want with your life and how much are you willing to pay to get that degree? And are there other ways you can do it? And then uh, a big one is just consumer debt. And that one's, that one's really tough because there's not a whole lot of justification for it. It's just people want to, people usually just aren't budgeting their money and they, they just don't have the discipline to save their money. And so they spend more money than they have. And then they end up going into debt on credit cards, which are extremely expensive. And, and this is a trap that I, I fell into, which was really embarrassing because I had studied about money and budgeting pretty much as long as I can remember because I found it really interesting. But it was really easy to uh, 
to just not keep track of my budget for a few years. And suddenly I was, well, I talked about before how I created a budget for myself, but it was, it didn't work very well at all. And before I knew it, I was, I was in debt to these credit card companies and I had all these 0% interest things set up, but then they started expiring and suddenly I was paying hundreds of dollars in interest every month. And, and that's just, it's just sad to think about how much money was wasted just because I, I wasn't paying attention. And it's like, what did I even buy with all that money? I don't even remember. And so, so yeah, that's one you really want to think about is going into debt just with credit cards. Uh, a few other little mistakes I've seen uh, people make have to do with just wasting time. We've talked about money a lot, but also time can be a huge waste. I see a lot of people that just every spare second, they're just on their phones, just watching stupid little videos all day long. And I think it's fine to watch to watch videos or, you know, whatever you do on your phone. I don't think any of those things are necessarily bad. I mean, unless you're watching bad things, I guess, but... And, and I like to watch uh, YouTube videos on occasion as well. In fact, I got caught in a trap the other night and I was watching, uh, I came across this YouTube channel where the, this guy uh, plays this game called City Skylines. And if you, if you haven't heard of it, it's, and I don't really know anything about it, but it's a game apparently, it's kind of like Sim City where you build this little virtual city and, and you actually can take care of traffic and things like that. And so that's the thing that I thought was interesting. I've always been kind of interested in, in traffic and how to help traffic flow better. And, and in this game you have, you have like traffic jams and stuff. And so he, this guy specifically, he, his specialty is going in and designing, uh, better road systems to help people get through. But anyway, I had been studying about this roundabout in, in, uh, what was it Swindon or something like that over in England? They call it the magic roundabout because it's actually like five little roundabouts that are all right next to each other with a mini roundabout on the inside. And so when you come up to it, you basically go into a roundabout and then you can either go into the roundabout in the middle or you can go into one of the side roundabouts and you just kind of wiggle your way through to get to the other side. And it, it looks really weird, but it looks like it actually works fairly well. But anyway, this guy, he had actually built one on City Skyline and was testing it out. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. So I went to watch it. But then the first video, it was like 20 minutes long. And the first video, he actually built it wrong, but didn't notice. And then the second video, he uh, he went and fixed it. But then he didn't have a whole lot of traffic in it. And so that was kind of cool. And then he had, a th he had a third video where he put a ton of traffic through it to test out how well it worked. And uh, if you're interested, it, it worked fairly okay. Um, surprisingly not terrible, I should say. But anyway, so I, I was sitting there watching these videos and before I knew it, I had spent like two hours and I was trying, I was supposed to be going to sleep. Instead, I stayed up till like midnight watching these stupid videos. And was it interesting and fun? Yeah. But the next morning I was kind of regretting it because I, I was really tired in the morning. And it's hard, especially at night, because your, uh, your, uh, what is it, the prefrontal cor uh, cor cortex, prefrontal cortex, that sounds wrong, but uh, it, it, the decision-making part of your brain is fatigued at night, and so it's harder for you to make the decision, be like, I need to just go to bed and stop watching this video. 
But I say all that just to point out that it's really easy, especially today, to waste time on things because that's that's one of the biggest currencies right now. If people can get you to watch their things so that they can get money off of ads, then that's what they that's their business model. I mean, that's basically my business model. I want you to spend time listening to my podcast so that you will uh, you will like my potential products in the future or even just my ideas or I can connect with like-minded people to partner with uh, for projects in the future, things like that. So, so I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing, but it's a good thing to recognize that that's what they're trying to do is to get you to spend as much time as possible. So you need to be really guarded with your time and, and again, think what are the things that I actually want in my life? What am I, how can I get them? And, and is watching this video going to help me? No. So, okay, let's, uh, let's move on a little bit. So, so basically the overall problem is when people don't really have an idea of what they want their lives to look like. So they just kind of go with the flow. And I don't know how many people I've seen when you talk to them about their future, they just don't really have any idea of what they want their life to look like. Most people, it's just kind of like, well, just to live the normal life like everyone else does have a house with a picket fence and a dog and 2.5 kids or 1.5 kids or whatever it is and go to work and come home at five o'clock and watch TV until bed, eat dinner, go to sleep and repeat and just do that. And then on the weekends, you know, go out and, uh, I don't know, go on a little three day weekend every once in a while go on vacation twice a year and live the American dream, you know, and maybe that's exactly what you want. And if it is, then great, go for it. And it's, if that's exactly what you want, then your life, it, getting it's probably going to be a little easier because that's kind of what the mainstream is set up to build is people to have that exact thing. But what if that's not what you want? Well, if you just follow what everyone else does, that's exactly what you're going to get because that's what they're getting. So what do we do about this? One question uh, that I think is kind of interesting is just to ask yourself if you if you had you know a million dollars or or ten million or a hundred million dollars basically you had enough money that you didn't have to worry about money uh, what would you what would you do and this isn't necessarily a financial question like what would you do with the money well I'd invest this much and pay this off and give this to charity like that's all great but what what things would you do uh, with your time. And another way to think about this question is what would a perfect day for you look like? So just imagine if you had the perfect day, like, and, uh, and you woke and you woke up in the morning, what's the first thing that would happen? Um, you know, who would you be with? What, what would your room look like? What would your bed be like when you get out of bed? What do you first do? Um, and, and you just go through a day like that and just imagine what do you think your perfect day would look like? And so just for fun, even though none of you probably care, I'll go through my perfect day. Uh, my current perfect day, I feel like um, wake up in the morning, probably, I don't know, maybe around five or six, because uh, that's about the time I can just wake up uh, without uh, without an alarm clock if, if I've gotten enough rest. And wake up, go in, make myself some, some peppermint tea, and maybe go wander around outside for a little bit and sip on my tea and then come inside and, and, and maybe do, uh, do a little bit of work outside while it's cool, depending on the time of year. Come inside, work on 
on projects on my computer, especially like uh, building different uh, programs and systems, things like that, things I'm interested in. Build programs, do maybe do some research on some interesting topics. And then as my kids and wife get up, go and spend time with them, maybe have breakfast and relax with them and, and maybe go work on some projects with them. And, uh, and then the rest of my day, I can kind of be more flexible with it. And then the evening, um, basically just the wind down, uh, I like to spend time maybe reading a book at night and, uh, go to bed with my wife and maybe watch a show with her, read a book and then go to bed around eight or nine or maybe nine or 10. It's more realistic and repeat. So that might sound really boring to you or it might sound awesome to you. But the point is that's kind of what I imagine like my perfect day would look like. And, and, uh, and I think it's important to just be as realistic as possible and I know some people, they're like, well, I would I would love to just sit around and just, you know, sip martinis on a beach somewhere forever. And it's like, well, even people that they do have that option and do go do that, if you notice, they don't do it for very long. The beach probably gets boring after a day or two. I mean, I'm, I usually get bored after an hour or two, but that's just me. So you're probably not going to want to just sit there and lounge and waste time all day long. People generally are wired to want to contribute and do something. So try and think like, what would you actually do with your life? Um, and so, so then after you've thought about this and, and I should say this isn't written in stone, this can change day to day. Uh, my ideas, uh, used to be completely different. Uh, but, but over time I've changed kind of what I would like to have out of life. So once you've gotten this idea, what you need to ask yourself is what can I do to design my day to look like that as much as possible? So I look at my day. Okay. So right now I wake up in the morning and I go to work and I work until the, um, late afternoon. And then I come home, then I go outside and feed the animals. And then I come back in, eat dinner and go to bed basically. Uh, and maybe work on a few things in the evening. And then I'll usually try to wake up early in the morning, like around three to four so that I can get some things done before I go to work. And so that's what my day looks like right now. And, and over the years I've, tr I've been trying to design it to be as close to my perfect day as possible. So you notice I've got the animals I can go take care of outside and that's nice. And, and, uh, and I try to make my evenings about my evenings are usually about how I described them. Uh, so that works out pretty good. The biggest thing for me is I don't have a lot of time to spend working on projects I enjoy and and things like that, uh, mostly because I am at work. So then I have to say, okay, so I either need to figure out a way to make those projects and things my work so that I can get paid for them, or I need to figure out some other solution. Like maybe I get, I, I can spend less time at work and have more time doing projects or I don't, I don't know. I spend a lot of time trying to think of potential solutions. Uh, maybe I could create a podcast that could help with that. And, and as I, as I do these exercises, I start trying to be creative and think about different options. Then I try and make my day a little bit closer to my perfect day. And then after a while I, I might realize actually I kind of hate doing this certain aspect of it. So I'm going to take that out of my perfect day and replace it with something else. 
So, so I think this exercise is, is very important. And, and I don't think you have to necessarily just say what your perfect day, you can also think, you know, what would your perfect job look like? What would your perfect house look like? And I think, but I think all of those things tie back into, um, your perfect day because your day, your average day is going to be your day with all of your habits, basically your routines. And those routines are going to determine what all the other things are. So like if one of your goals is to have a good loving family, then day to day, you better be having time in there to spend with your family or to teach your family and, you know, whatever you need to do to make that happen. Um, if you want to have, if you want to, you know, go out and take care of animals during the day, like I do, then you're going to need a house that has property that you can have animals there or some other uh, creative alternative. Point is, you need to think about what you actually want your your day-to-day to look like, and then you can design everything else to make that happen. So I think I think that's probably getting the point across about as well as I can at the moment. But I think the big takeaway is just most people don't really think about what what they really want their life to look like. They don't think about what their perfect day is going to be like. And so they just go with the flow and end up wherever, you know, these systems have designed to put them. And and that's pretty good for most people. It's going to be pretty close to what they would actually want anyway. But I think people would be a lot happier if they really thought about it and worked towards it. It's also very motivating to, to have that goal to work towards instead of just some far away, I'm going to retire sometime and then life's going to be nice. Well, once you retire, if you find out life isn't as good as you thought it would, it's kind of too late. And, and that's not what I want to face. I don't want to find out that retirement's not that great after I've retired. What if I could retire in a year, a uh, little temporary retirement, try it out and see how I, how I like it and then, and then jump back in and start working again, you know? having that option. So, so yeah, I think that's about it without going around around a circle. So I would just challenge all of you guys to do that. You probably already started kind of subconsciously doing it is think about what would your perfect day look like? And, and if you're not really sure, that's okay. Just start kind of thinking about it as you go about and let your subconscious work on it. And if you see someone else and you're like, wow, that looks like a really cool way to live, uh, you can incorporate and, and try to do as many of the things as you can to kind of try them out in the easiest and least expensive way possible. Try it out, see if you actually like these things. You know, you might think it's really cool to have a bunch of chickens around, but once you have chickens, you're like, actually, I hate that. And that's okay, but you won't know until you try it. So start building the life you want to live now instead of waiting for some faraway time or some some other person to make the life happen for you. You are the master of your fate. You are the captain of your soul. If you know what that quote is from, you get bonus points. But with that, I'm going to say this has been another episode of the Solve My World podcast, helping us to design solutions to the problems we build around us, build around us, as well as in our personal lives. And I'll talk to you guys next time.